We are Sex Babam, and this is Nerd Rage, the Great Debates. Coming at you live from Comedio HQ, this is Nerd Rage, the Great Debates, the podcast uh, full of more harmony than Rockapella. I'm your host and moderator, Mark Abrigo, and today is Nerd Rage's Battle of the Bands, where we talk about our favorite bands and perhaps musical acts in general, Becca. <laughs> In all of fiction. Now, if this is your first episode, feel free to check out NerdRagePodcast.com for more episodes. And if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon at KOMED.io to give us some of that sweet cash monies to keep us full of family meals from Wendy's. Hey. Thank you, Stephen, by the way. Uh, again, we are talking about our favorite bands from fiction. And, of course, there is no shortage of that. And we're just going to jump right into it as we go to our first debater here. Our first debater is the leader of Comedio as well as a Dungeons & Dragons party that I may or may not Dungeon Master for. He's a raging barbarian with a heart of gold. Everybody give it up for Stephen Koo. Yay! That's me. Stephen! Yes! Let's get the disappointment out of the way. Who wow. have you decided <laughs> to champion on today's Battle of the Bands, sir? Uh, I'll go with the most popular band that I think is going to be named here. The band that performed uh, at the... Uh, uh, the band that performed on the SpongeBob episode, Sweet Victory. <laughs> well, they did the song Sweet Victory, and uh, that got a huge petition in 2020 to perform at the Super Bowl. See, it's a marching band. That they don't have a name. So ridiculous that it has to be true. It, yeah, they're Squidward's band. Okay. If because uh, you know SpongeBob, I'm old, so SpongeBob, yeah. I didn't, I didn't really fucks with it as the kids He's say. He's a sponge. Does he live in a pineapple though? Oh, so you've seen it. I, I know I know the song. I don't I don't know much, but I know I love you. No, Steven. Uh this band, were they only like in one episode or yeah, something? Yeah, one episode. That's all it takes. And it made enough of a, an impact on you <laughs> that you're gonna represent hearts, them here today. Okay, can you name any members of that band, Steven? SpongeBob. <laughs> it's pretty good. You know, some people only know Prince. They don't know the rest of the revolution. In this case, we're talking just about SpongeBob and his crew. I thought it was Squidward's band, though. Well, Squidward like conducts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, how confident are you in this in this pick? Uh, f like a strong thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Out of hundred. <laughs> so not very. You know, I just don't know this audience. I don't know our judge very well. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where the. Um, the judge was like trying to convince us backstage before to go with Powerline, and I'm not for this like Slumdog Millionaire collusion kind of stuff. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Stephen. You know, you you're uh, you've got your your what do you call it? You stick by your principles, and that's important. So we're the name of the band is what again? Just so Squidward's I band question mark. Got it. Squidward's band question mark. Also, well, thank was you. Slum Dog Millionaire like reference on point because I only saw the first half of that movie and then my laptop died. Okay. And I love how most of us are laughing like crazy, but we all what, what, did you guys see it? I've seen it. I don't think that's entirely that accurate, <laughs> okay. but like sure. Yeah. It plays. Good. Well, I was good, gonna good. say Stephen not entirely accurate about a reference he makes. The hell you say, Christy. <laughs> no, I mean they did think that he was in a collusion, but he wasn't. Right. Which was I guess that has so nothing not to do with my reference. <laughs> well, perfect. Just, just stick with it. Just, yeah, just own it. Slumdog Millionaire. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Stephen. Uh, moving on to our next debater. He's making his return to Nerd Rage. A little known fact: he's the official spokesman of OK Cola, and he's. Uh, <laughs> everybody, give it up for Nick Leonard. Nick, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. 
Good to be back at Nerd Rage. Uh, I'm going to be representing the Groovy Ghoulies, a rather old school, um, you know, so your grandparents know who it was. Uh, and uh, it's so old I could basically make shit up. No one would uh, know. But they're a spinoff of the Archie's cartoon show uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to be talking about something no one knows anything about. Their inspiration for the awesome Sacramento Ramones core band, the Groovy Ghoulies. Nice. And... Um, much more to come. Well, it's great to have you. And for those that don't know and or can't tell by his voice, Nick is actually 22 years old. So <laughs> yeah, several so it's times. Very yeah, hipster. Several times. <laughs> wow. I know somebody who always uh, references their birthday coming up like a party. It's like, oh, this is my uh, the the 20th anniversary of my 21st birthday or something like that. If I was that. better at math, I'd do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Nick, uh, did you like what kind of music did, did they did they put out? I was, it was a uh, pop music. Mm-hmm. It was a kind of a, just, you know, they did churn out a couple songs. Each episode would have one song by the Groovy Ghoulies and another song by their guest band, which would be, one one band was The Mummies and the Puppies. I love that. Or, um, let's see, The Spirits of 76. Um, and what are the other ones? The Bare Bones Band. Um, but yeah, they would... Each show would have two musical things, and they were they were just kind of churned out pop stuff. But one of them made the charts. Nice. Oh, I'm sure you'll talk about that yeah. in your argument. Um, and for the record, Nick didn't come to to play, ladies and gentlemen. Like Nick's here with notes. <laughs> I'm looking at his notes right now. Shit is circled, which I only imagine are like right these. Staples. These are the bangers. <laughs> like it's stapled. He's written on front and back of these sheets. I don't need brain cells. I've got paper. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Nick. We're going to move on to our next debater. She is by far the, uh, probably the muscle of Comedio. Not probably, is. Yeah. Right, Stephen? The muscle of Comedio, who's a co-producer of the <laughs> mental... Stephen, she'll kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's also a co-producer of the Mental Health Comedy Hour. Uh, she's rocking it out with uh, with a porg on her shoulder, everybody up. Uh, give it up for Christy Ono. Oh, Hello. Hey, hey Christy. Christy, we're talking uh, fictional bands. What have you decided to go with today? Hello, Mark. Hello. I have decided to go with the Oneaters. Yes. That's hey. right. The of, Oneaters. Of course, from the uh, Tom Hanks um, written and directed and starred. He starred in that, of course, yeah. as well. Um, movie That Thing You Do, which mm-hmm. came out, I think, 1996. One of my favorite movies growing up. Um, actually, the soundtrack is still... Like a hell of a, a hell of a soundtrack. There's yeah. there's some real good stuff there. Um, I'm I was gonna come up with some trivia right now, but I'm sure you have some of that about the wonders. Um, let me see. Who was your favorite member of the group? Uh, one second. <laughs> mm, the uh, you no, wish I, you had some printouts I, now, don't I, you? I know. I wish I had some Wikipedia printouts. Um, I like them as a concept. Nice. The good I answer. love the. I love the idea of the movie, the whole one-hit wonders, which is why they were called the Wonders, mm-hmm. and they had to change from Oneeners to Wonders because that play on words was lost on everyone. Right. Um, and I appreciate that. I appreciate having a weird niche little thing and no one else getting it. Well, fun fact about the Oneeters, everybody out there, they were originally going to be called the Herdsmen, mm-hmm. H-E-A-R-D-S. Mm-hmm. Uh, Herdsman, right? Because and the Beatles have beat olds. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So you know, and then the then the wonders came along, and uh, yeah, the O'Neaters. I think that's one of those things where if you say O'Neaters, 
whoever's ears perk up, you know they're in your age range. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I used to do that in college where like I'd go into a class where I didn't know anybody. I would make either a Boy Meets World or Fresh Prince reference. And like whoever was like, yo, that's who I sat with, you know. So I feel like Wonders, like if you ask a Gen Z kid about the Wonders, they don't know who the fuck we're talking oh, about. Yeah. But they had some bangers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sing some later. Well, they also use the quote, I am Spartacus, which yes, is also from Spartacus. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, I would always say I am Spartacus, but from, from. that thing you do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when he's drunk at the jazz bar. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. one. Uh, fun fact, my email address for the longest time was skitchtastic at yahoo.com because I played drums and I got the nickname Skitch in high school based off of that uh, that reference there. To oh. that thing you do. Um, so... Basically, I'm pulling for you here. Hell yeah. Because that, uh, that would basically uh, validate my entire life. So thank you very much, Christy. Uh, talking the wonders from that thing you do. Uh, and we all know Christy responds well to pressure. So we're going to yeah. move on to our last debater uh, here. Uh, she is a hilarious comedian with, for my money, some of the funniest fucking TikTok content you'll see. Everybody, you could check it out. I, I, I do, username is just her name. Everybody, give it up for the very funny Natasha Vinnick. Natasha. Hey. Hello, that's very nice. That's very nice of you to say. No, it's it's great stuff. Just uh, I, as I was saying to you, you know, when we got here to Comedio HQ, that your content is some of the most authentic Natasha stuff you'll ever get, or just the uh, some of the most authentic TikTok content I've seen in a long time. Uh, anything in particular that drove you to TikTok uh, to to just jump in? Like feet first. Oh, because everyone told us to. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) everyone told us to. Everyone said you're getting old. You can't miss out on this. You need to do it, or else. Yeah. Also, little known fact: Natasha is a Chinese national, so it's one of those things where (laughs) you kind of had to. All right, Natasha, who are we representing today in in, uh, Nerd Rage's Battle of the Bands? I mean, they represent themselves. Uh, It is uh, the the band, the Beats. The most important cartoon band to ever have existed. Yes. From the TV show that we all know and love, Doug. That's right. And oddly enough, Beats, B-E-E-T-S, in a weird reverse of the Beatles. Yeah, so odd. And they were an analog, too. If I remember correctly, the characters themselves, like one was clearly based off of like Ringo, one was clearly based off of that. But they had Mm -hmm. some serious bangers as well. Very serious ones. Six of them are on Spotify. Wow, what? Really? Yeah, they are. I got to add that shit now. It is good stuff. What's, What's your favorite? What's my favorite song? Yeah, do you do you have one in particular? Uh, okay. Well, I really like, and some people say this is the Beats. Some say it's Doug in the Beats, but mm. it's the banging on a trash can one. Yes, banging on a trash can. Yeah, I'm driving on a street light. Where they had three drummers, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I remember was just doing the uh huh. It was uh God. It was it Skeeter, Patty, and was was it Roger? Who was the third drummer? It was somebody else. But I'm like, y'all got three drummers. What is this fucking Slipknot? I'm not sure. You know I mean? <laughs> but then it breaks into like, do you remember that that girl with the red hair who like had a lot of money in it? BB. BB. Then she starts coming in with her like, think big. Do you remember that? Think Everyone's big. wearing big yeah. shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, I take it back. I'm pulling for Natasha now. Yeah, this right. is great. This is great. It sells itself. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Well, excellent. We've so we've got. Uh, sort of two allusions to the Beatles. We've also got two musical acts that are coming from Nickelodeon. Um, right? SpongeBob. Uh, yeah, I don't know if the Ghoulies are... No, they're, they're, they're filmation. Oh, they're no, all I'm, into... I'm talking about you two. Oh, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know then, why, I'm sorry I frowned at you. And then with the, that. with the... <laughs> 
I'm completely unrelated yeah. to anything over here. Well, Nick, with the just real quick, with the Groovy Ghoulies, was the, this was a cartoon or a comic? A cartoon, an mm. animated show, was created a spinoff of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, so we've got three cartoon bands versus the the wonders coming out of uh, coming out of the movie. Real life, right? <laughs> Real. Life. I hope that's one of your points. Mine existed, sort of. That kind of thing. Tom Everett Scott could beat the shit out of SpongeBob any day. That kind of thing. Well, this is this is going to be great. I, I sincerely hope that at some point in today's show, uh, some of us start singing. I don't know if that's going to happen, but we'll see. And we're going to hear from everybody in the debate right after this break. Hi, I'm Jacob. And I'm Annie. Have you ever enjoyed a palaver? Is it good to be the dog's dinner? Who is this Bob, and why is he your uncle? For the answers to all these questions, you'll have to listen to our podcast, Boo to a Goose, breaking down British and American expressions and idioms. We use them, define them, and explain their history, all in a short, digestible format. So go ahead and check out Boo to a Goose wherever you get your podcasts. Cheerio! That means goodbye. Hey everybody, my name's Dane. And I'm Jimmy. And our podcast is called Bubbling Questions. We do would-you-rathers from listeners and a Twitter bot. Along with one-person game shows using ridiculous stuff we find on the internet. Like what kind of ridiculous are we talking? <laughs> I shall not tell you. Okay, all from our very real hot tub. Oh yeah, 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 very real, uh, not a gimmick at all. <laughs> find Bubbling Questions wherever you get podcasts. And I'm Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Today, documentary films are experiencing a major renaissance, and for good reason. But why are audiences increasingly choosing fact over fiction? Is it a dearth of realism, like endless comic book sequels and end-of-the-world action movies? Are viewers choosing authentic storytelling over spectacular visuals and far-fetched plots? Or maybe it's because docs f***ing rule. Hi, I'm Paco Romain. And I'm George Chen. And we host SupDoc. We didn't go to film school. We're just two comedians that dork out on docs. And since 2015, we've been recapping amazing documentaries with comedians, actors, and filmmakers like legendary comedians Dana Gould and Todd Glass. Musicians like Yacht and Dan Deacon. And even media stars like Jesse Thorne and Francesca Fiorentini. The AV Club called us enlightening, and Boing Boing said SupDoc is a great idea for a podcast. So find us wherever you get your podcasts or join us at SupDocPodcast.com. And follow us on social media at Subdoc Podcast. And we are back on Nerd Rage, the great debates where we are having our battle of the bands. And we've got a highly qualified judge to come in here and make sure that uh, everything's on the up and up. She's someone who is uh, who's routinely sung to on the 38 bus line. <laughs> In San Francisco, she's <laughs> she's the mother of dragons, slayer of men, and uh, lovingly referred to by my girlfriend as Beck the Stallion. Give it up for <laughs> Becca Henry. Yay, Yay. me. Becca, <laughs> Nobody cheered on? but me. That's fine. Um, that's uh, just awfully reflective of my life. Just me being like, good job, Becca. <laughs> well, uh, Becca, we are talking, you know, all these bands you've heard who everybody yes. is championing mm -hmm. here. Um, obviously, you know, you don't want to give away who you might be secretly pulling for, <laughs> but as Steven alluded to earlier, someone that was very obvious to you, uh, who I'm assuming you would have pulled for or championed is Powerline from yeah. a Goofy movie. Well, that was honestly 
just the first when you said like fictional band mm. Powerline was the first one that popped into my head because of the quality i mean i feel like everyone can agree that the music in that movie is bananas oh it's still good it's so good it's so good so that was the first one but then i started thinking more like who, there's so many great like fiction fictional bands you know that just mm -hmm. like show up in a movie or a tv show and you're like what if they were real you know, Any, so this is anyone's in particular come to mind. This is so, so niche. But my sister and I watched this movie so much growing up. Just the band from the party invasion scene and girls just want to have fun. They were just like such a ridiculous, like 80s, like hair punk band. Mm -hmm. And while wow, nonsense, bro, it was just very exciting. Yeah, um, I'm, it's funny you mentioned that because I thought about some of my favorite fictional bands as well outside of Powerline because that's sure. easily yes. in mind. Yes. Um, for fans of Can't Hardly Wait, Love oh. Burger. Oh, mm. right. yes. Um, as a 90s kid who got all of his uh, sort of advice on high school from Saved by the Bell, Zack Attack oh, uh, would yeah. have been great. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Which reminds Nostalgia. me of this group because Friends Forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dave Matthews Band, that's a really good fictional band too. Ooh, what about that? That band from the fourth Harry Potter movie that played at the uh, the ball that they had? No, nobody else? Never seen Harry Potter. Oh, no, that's not true. I've seen, and I mentioned this on the Harry Potter episode we did a long time ago. I've seen three of the movies out of order because my oh. ex-girlfriend only loved those three, so I have no idea what happened. I'm not like a massive fan, but I just remember they had, in the fourth, in the fourth movie, they have the ball, you know, because there's all mm. the other students there, and there was a band that played, and it was like, the music was really catchy. They were like singing about like goblins and and like elves and stuff, which I thought was like really fun. It was very like tongue in cheek. Mm -hmm. But this is the wrong audience for that, or the wrong <laughs> crowd here. I mean, obviously, there's I'm sure there are plenty of nerd rage listeners that are big Harry Potter people that would probably know the name of that band. I don't know if it even has a name. To anyway. be fair, we're we're more of a Lord of the Rings crowd here. Yes, that is true. That um, is true. And as a hobbit myself, mm. I, I wish I did know more about Harry Potter. Unfortunately, I don't. But, Becca, it's great to have you. You're going to be Thank judging. Um, we're just going to go ahead and, and get into the debate. But some rules, everybody. Some quick housekeeping. This is going to be in a Rage Cage format where all four of our debaters are going to have two minutes to make their case about their particular band. Uh, then they will uh, have one minute to make rebuttals. And uh, you're going to hear some sound effects in a little bit as well. When a debate starts, you will hear this. With 10 seconds left, you'll hear this. And when they're done, you'll hear this. And we're going to start with Stephen Koo talking about Squidward's band, question mark. And we're going to give him two minutes on the clock to make his point. Let's hear from him in three, two, and one. Let me tell you a little something about music and sound. I swear to God. <laughs> um, Squidward's band is 40 fish deep. 40 fish who had no prior experience in the musical arts. And within three days, they were able to knock out what I believe is called these days a bop. <laughs> now, this bop, Sweet Victory, gained so much traction that in 2020, it was requested and petitioned overwhelmingly to be performed at the Super Bowl. And let me tell you a little something about how these, uh, what makes it so impressive. These fish uh, and sponge, sorry. I apologize. Uh, these fish and sponge were underwater playing uh, tubas, trumpets, uh, clarinets. Most, most instruments that I would say wouldn't normally work underwater. The amount of talent it takes to make instruments work underwater is unparalleled. 
Now, let me tell you a little bit about the hot garbage that's, gum, that's coming your way from my opponents. Um, the the Ghoulie Grabbies or whatever. Um, the Ghoulie Grabbies. Um, I don't think that's a real band. I think this is made up. I think, um, I think, I, th I think this is. I, I I think you I think you might be talking about something. Uh, like the Monster Mash, were you perhaps thinking the Monster Mash? Because that's a real, that's a real group of monsters that 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 sang and and mashed, and they they did a, they did a whole song about them doing previous songs. So I believe they are real. Um, uh, the Beats. Uh, no one wants to hear about a garage band full of teenagers. It's just never worked out well once. Name one garage band of teenagers that's worked out. Um, let me tell you about this band that Chrissy's talking about. Let me tell you something about their lead singer. Their lead singer has a checkered past their lead singer um pushed an astronaut down a shelf with a magic eight ball because so that they could go to pizza planet by themselves instead of the astronaut i well, i assume tom hanks is the lead singer of your fictional band oh. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> <not>. <laughs> so confused. is tom hanks not the lead singer of your band no Okay, I don't know what. No, he was the CEO of Playtone Records, man. What? I don't know what that means. Oh, then let me tell you something about. Oh, manager. Let me tell you something about the manager. Of that company. Um, it's funny because as soon as you mentioned the lead singer, I was like, Jimmy did what? I know. I, was I mean, like, Jimmy was a dick, but he did what? Okay, then I don't know anything about your band, which, to my point, means. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. See, leave it to Stephen to like take something that where he's completely wrong. And then just make it into something where it's completely right. Yeah, I take garbage and make it uh, less garbage. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> less, shinier garbage is what I do. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Stephen, for that uh, very well-researched argument uh, on behalf of Squidward's man, question mark. Let's throw it over to Nick Leonard now, who's going to have uh, two minutes to talk about the the ghoulie grabbies. Is that what you call them, Stephen? Yeah, I assume that's what they are. Sure, yeah. Uh, groovy ghoulies. There it is. Talking to groovy ghoulies. Let's oh, hear from... <laughs> Oddly enough, ghoulie grabbies was my nickname in middle school. Oh, no. uh, I didn't understand a lot of things. Nick Leonard, let's hear from you. Two minutes on the clock in three, two, and one. Hey, so I picked a band that's from long ago, like 1971, the first cartoon bands, just after the Archies. And um, their inspiration for, of course, the Sacramento band, the Groovy Ghoulies, which I think is probably also fictional because Cappy Ghoul is a cartoon and Sacramento is just some story parents made up to scare their kids. <laughs> but, uh, We're moving yeah, to Sacramento. A, it was a yeah, spin-off Sabrina. You know Sabrina the Teenage Witch? She used to be a cartoon, and she had a show. And uh, the people that did the Archie show at Filmation said, why are you giving her a show? She's a minor character, but she's awesome. Eclipse, everybody. Groovy Ghoulies. Yeah, had a show was mostly, it was by the same writers as Laughing. So it was just like puns and puns and no plot. And the songs were short and catchy and a lot of monsters. And they didn't have a manager, so good for them. They're too chaotic for that shit. Um, one of their guest bands, like I said, was the Mummies and the Puppies. Love it. With uh, singers were uh, Mama Casket and uh, oh. these two diminutive androgynous characters, Tiny Tomb and Missy, based on, of course, Tiny Tim and Miss Vicky. And, uh, and they rocked. And uh, in France, they had a little resurgence in the late 80s. They re-released their album. It was called uh, Le Croque Monsters. Uh, and uh, I, don't, I don't know if I can defend it any better. I could just go into attacking everybody else, yes. I guess. But uh, yeah, a bunch of poopy heads. Okay. <laughs> and I yield my time. Man, all right. Thank you very much, Nick. Um, 
that was great. I learned a bunch of stuff. And I got to tell you, this show doesn't necessarily endorse puns, but I don't care because I pun all the time on this damn show. So at the very least, like, like, do we give out arbitrary points, Will? He's shaking his head no, but he says yes. So I'm going to give you like 50 pun points there just for bringing that stuff up. Uh, let's bring it over to Cristiano, who's talking about uh, the wonders, of course, from the movie That Thing You Do off of Playtone uh, Records. And I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Tom Hanks' production company is called Playtone based off of that movie. Uh, so for those that grew up in the 90s and watched this movie, uh, Christy, let's let's hear from you and, and represent us, okay? No pressure. Christy, I'm talking the wonders in three, two, and one. Hello, I feel fine about this. Uh, so that thing you do is just a great movie. And we're talking about fictional bands. This is a fictional band so great, they were the center of the movie. So why isn't this the greatest band? Uh, the song is fucking amazing. Um, I love the story of this song. Like this is a band that got together in high school or whatever. And by a turn of fate, their drummer breaks his arm. They bring in this other guy who knows the guy who's part of the band. And he, in his nervousness, speeds up the whole tempo of the song that makes it the fucking banger it is. And they go straight to the top. The reason why the Oneaters, they had to change their names to Wonders afterwards, um, are so great as a fictional band is because in the movie That Thing You Do, they play a band in a movie, in, within a movie, about a band. And so that's the greatest fictional, fictional band is Captain Jack and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. Captain Geach. Geach. God damn it. Oh I knew I had to look that up. I was looking at it. Anyway. The point is, they are a fictional band twice over, and they're in two movies simultaneously, and they're the fucking best. And I'm just going to say we're going to retcon that One Hit Wonders comes from mm. this movie sure. about the Wonders who had a singular hit. And that's why they're the best. And I'm not going to make some cheap play where I make fun of all of my competitors because I respect the bands that they chose. The Groovy Ghoulies from Sacramento are pretty cool. There we go. Nothing from Sacramento is pretty cool. <laughs> Shut up, Steven. There's a lot of good bands from Sacramento. Come to find out. Nice. All right. I guess we're yielding our time there. And um, let's go ahead and uh, you know what? I looked back at the old soundtrack. I was just on my phone as you mm -hmm. were talking. That's the only reason why I knew Cap'n Geach okay, and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. Um, but there was some really good stuff there. The Chantralines, Freddie Fredrickson, uh, the Herdsman, obviously, and uh, just so much. Guys, check out the That Thing You Do soundtrack. It's spectacular. Didn't Robin Hitchcock write some of the, work on some of the songs? Well, I was going to say. the window. I don't know. Christy, do you, <laughs> do you know who wrote That Thing You Do, the song itself? Because this is a this is a pretty big piece of trivia, so I'm not sure. I want to say it's the guy who was from Fountains of Wayne. Yeah, it hell was the yeah, guy that from guy Fountains writes everything. He's he, so good. He's so. Is that him? Is that what you said? No, okay. He's so good, and uh, yeah, just excellent stuff all around. But speaking of just excellent music all around, we're gonna throw it over to Natasha Vinick talking about the beats, of course, from the Nick uh, from the Nickelodeon cartoon Doug, and let's hear from her in three, two, and one. <laughs> So we'll not talk about everyone else's band, but not Hell because yeah. I respect them. It's because I do not respect them. <laughs> <laughs> 
no. This is the beats. Gosh, it is the best band. The best fictional band. It's based off of obviously the Beatles, but also the Ramones and the Who, and they're like a bunch of vaguely maybe British fellas who for some reason definitely look like full adults but are making songs geared at teenagers one of their songs is i need mo allowance (laughs) 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 right (laughs) no adult needs mo allowance (laughs) they need mo better jobs (laughs) (laughs) not the beats though they had the best job uh they also uh one of their biggest songs obviously is killer tofu uh, Mm. a song that promoting clean eating wow ahead of its time this is the 90s we're talking about and they're talking about tofu that massacres people. Wow. Just they, <laughs> they are so good. They are so good. And obviously, I love the song where like, where, like Doug comes together with them and, and the song I talked about before. They also have a really cool, 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 cool album names like Beats Me. It's it's like the fruit. <laughs> nice. Like, is it a fruit? Root. The root. Mm. Uh, Not to be confused with the, the roots, heat. everybody. <laughs> Uh, let it beat. <laughs> Meet the beats. Yeah. And the what album? I mean, that's just so good. It's a, it's a play off the white album. It's oh. all, it's all yeah. fun. It's fun. Cool. Like, okay, let's, let's be honest. We all know the beats. This is the best one. So let's move on to another band. I want to talk about Protozoa and the Microbes from Zedon Girl of the 21st yes. Century. Get it. Who we also need to talk about. I'm sorry, but they only had one hit that matters. It's Zoom, 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 which is prescient. I mean, look at us now. We're all Zoom, Zoom, Zooming, okay? Uh, zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Make my heart go boom, boom. My supernova girl. Space. We love it. Okay. <laughs> I almost want to give her more time just to finish that song, to be honest with you. Xenon, (laughs) girl of the 21st century reference today, and that makes my heart smile. Shout out to, what was her name? Kirsten, Kirsten something, oh shit, I forget her name, but Raven Simone was in that movie. Oh yeah, she was. Killing it. Uh, Xenon, of course, being an original movie from Disney Channel, I think a lot of kids are going to hear this, and maybe not kids, grown-ass adults are going to hear this and go... Good times, good times. Leave the kids though to be uh, to, or to get, to have their references when Stephen Koo gets back on the microphone. Here, uh, we're gonna hear from him talking about Squidward's band question mark in our rebuttal round. One minute to either talk shit or double down. Let's hear from you, Stephen. Three, two, and one. Okay, uh, for the for the for the ghouly green ghost things. Green ghost. For the ghouly the, the green ghost. Yeah, for the uh, for that te- for that band. Um, I just want to point out that I don't think they produce good music if, as Nick said himself, that they churn out songs. That's not a good way of describing a band that puts out bops. Uh, or <laughs> Christie's, um, it's, it it's, it's a dad band, right? It's just a bunch of like old no. dudes singing acapella. I don't know. No, Steven, it's none not. Of, none of this has been conveyed to me. So I, <laughs> so I don't, I, are they like a band or are they like, I, I, I think I've seen them on like Tour Vegas and they, they wear the jerseys, right? <laughs> That's uh, boys to men. Oh, okay, got it. Got it. Uh, the beats. Um, I I, I want to say like maybe there was like a good argument there, but then it just descended into like Natasha losing her mind in the last thirty <laughs> seconds and rambling about some sort of sci-fi band that that flies through outer space or something. I don't know. Um, the band I'm representing is great because they are mostly fish, and fish usually communicate through uh, uh, echo wave. Radar. Finish that thought. 
I don't want to. <laughs> I, I started that sentence and was expecting to get cut off. And be like, oh, shoot. That was my time. I had such a good point there about science. Well, <laughs> so for all our science fans out there, you heard it here first. Fish communicate through echo wave location That's radar. Aquaman communicates to them. I assume that means they're really good at it. I, <laughs> I uh, Sure. <laughs> Let's throw that out there. Let everybody ruminate on that for a bit while Nick Leonard goes and hopefully says stuff that makes sense. Nick, let's hear from you. One minute on the clock for your rebuttal in three, two, and one. Oh, we have, we have to make sense there. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we clearly don't. Well, well I love the, the uh, I think the SpongeBob argument was very excellent considering how little he actually has to go with. Nice. And I love, love SpongeBob. I learned nothing from that. And, um, that and, and going up against Tom Hanks, he's... Lovable. Everybody loves Tom Hanks. I yeah, might as well quit now. He's like Mr. Rogers and shit. It, oh, and uh, anime stuff that I might have seen, but it's also confusing. Um, but it, well, it's not, yeah, Groovy Ghoulies rock, their influence on Rob Zombie. And, uh, mm. um, and that's, boy, and I just made fun of someone for having nothing, but it's an awesome <laughs> show. Cartoons. You eat a bunch of cereal, you'll, you'll love it. The Captain Crunch, the Crunch Berries especially, they seem to have more sugar in them, and uh, that'll that's from from the era when you get like records on the back of a cereal box, mm -hmm. kind of the post pop era, and uh, that's um, is that my warning? Oh God, I hope it is. Yeah, it's in seconds, man. <laughs> but yeah, you can talk Booberry. Oh, Booberry, yeah, Chocula. Yeah, they were in, they were uh, kind of after the Groovy Ghoulies, and they rocked to Monsters Rule. Monsters rule. To summarize. You hear that, Steven? <laughs> I'm, okay, yeah, no, I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you're on that on our for, side with For that. the record, I'm, I do not take an anti-monster stance. <laughs> Let that be known for the record. I'm not anti-monster. phobic Right. Yeah, I don't yuck that. Glorious monster. <laughs> <laughs> Let's throw it over to Christy here. Christy, you've got one minute on the clock to make your rebuttal. Let's hear from you representing the wonders in three, two, and one. So uh, That Thing You Do came out October 4th, 1996. It ran for 108 minutes and made $34.6 million at the box office. What a good film based on a great fictional band, right, guys? Yes. Come on. How much did the beats make? Nothing, because they were on cable television. Damn. Same with you, SpongeBob. And the Groovy Ghoulies, again, the Groovy Ghoulies from Sacramento are pretty sick. I do like them as a band. Um, unfortunately, not familiar with their namesake, the Groovy Ghoulies, from the Archie cartoon show. Anyway, uh, the O'Neaters. I really, the one thing I will say about that thing you do, it's an amazing film. We all love it, except for Steven, who apparently hasn't seen anything but Tokyo Drift on repeat for the past five years. <laughs> he also but, watched Cool Runnings. Oh, he did watch Cool Runnings. No, he just bought it. He did, oh, we don't know if he watched it. still in the cling wrap. Um, I just want to say, they broke up because they didn't want to record that thing you do in Spanish and now I really want to hear that thing you do in Spanish. I'm surprised that wasn't just like a, a throwaway bonus track. I know, right? On the soundtrack. Oh they my god. I heard Hey Mickey in Spanish. It's fantastic. Is it does it does it sound like melodically it's, is the same? It is like way amped up and I love it. Oh, I love it. Oh my god. All right, that's something I'm looking forward to listening to. Uh let's throw it over to Natasha. You've got one minute to talk about the beats. Uh, time for your last haymaker here, Natasha. Let's hear from you in three, two, and one. Oh, we all know 
Alphabet Beats is the best band ever. It's just no brainer. It's just a good band. We all liked it. It doesn't matter how much they money they made. That's not capitalistic <laughs> argument for music. Get out of here, okay? Christy. Now, anyway, let's talk about Protozoa from the film of the 21st century. The Protozoa, they were the first band in outer space, okay? Mm. The first rock band in outer space. Protozoa was born somewhere between 2022 and 2023. He hasn't even been born yet, okay? Somewhere here on Earth. That's what the facts say about him, okay? We're talking about a musical, a musical <laughs> rock star who hasn't even been born yet and will be the first band out in space. Let me read you some important lyrics from his hit and maybe only song, okay? Ready? Uh, it's really space-themed, okay? Uh, I'd hope so. Interplanetary, <laughs> megastellar, hydrostatic, there's no gravity between us, our love is automatic. What? <laughs> That's so good. Visions of your pretty space send me into hyperspace, caught up in a planetary world. He doesn't know what this means, but he's making it work. <laughs> Thank you very much. I feel like he just look. He just went to like the the, the chapter of a science book that yes. talked about like just you know uh, astrophysics and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and just was like, that's a word with three syllables that I could certainly use mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. um, it was like watching a comet. Her talking got faster and faster. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that was that was great. Everybody did a wonderful job. We're gonna throw it over to Beck the Stallion right now, and she's gonna let us know uh, well what her analyses are and also. So uh, who won? So Beck, take it away. So as I was listening to everyone's impassioned uh, defenses, um, I was kind of, I started thinking about like, there are a lot of fictional bands though. Like this is a thing that shows up in a lot of stuff, but I couldn't think of any more. You know, sometimes you're like, I can't, I know I've seen them. What are they? So I looked up a list of like the 50 best fictional bands. And I feel like some of them are really worth reminding people that they exist. Oh, honorable mentions. Um, yes. Okay. Um, and, and maybe ones that you should feel sad. You didn't think of representing. <laughs> um, cause I did, cause I saw this and I was like, Oh man, I should have done this episode and I should have done this band and this band. Um, I feel like one, that definitely needs to be mentioned would be Jesse and the Rippers from Full House. Ooh. What you know? Uh, also Infant Sorrow oh, yeah. from Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Get Him to the Greek. You guys know mm -hmm. the um, Russell what's his face's fake band. Yeah, fantastic. Um, but there was also uh, Scrantonicity from The Office, Kevin's mm -hmm. band. Um, <laughs> And then there's uh, oh, they mentioned Zach Attack mm -hmm. from is, so is Mystic Spiral in there. Mystic from? Spiral is in here. Yeah. Yes, nice. yeah. Um, there are a bunch. Oh, Soggy Bottom Boys from Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Like legitimate. The music in that they won an Oscar. Right? So yes, yeah, they won awards. Um, Mystic Spiral. There it is from Daria. Um, and then there's also hold on, just one. Oh, I missed it. Um, the most important one would be the monkeys because I didn't know that it was a fictional band until I read this list. <laughs> I nice. thought they were real. <laughs> Always time to learn. Well, what I can gather from this. Oh, and the commitments. That was the other one. I'm sorry. From the commitments from the movie, the commitments. Oh, never... If you haven't seen it. Okay. Phenomenal. It's about this group of like Irish teenagers mm. in the eighties during like all of the worst parts of like the violence in Northern Ireland becoming a soul cover band and singing nice. soul songs. And it's, they're fantastic. Like the act, the musicality of it is actually phenomenal and it's a great story. So 
I would like to plug that. If you haven't seen The Commitments, you should actually watch it. Did the list mention Lindsay Lohan's band from Freaky Friday? No! Josie and the Pussycats is on here. Um, And then also, just this is, I'm almost done. Um, There's uh, Dr. No, that's, oh, the the beats are on here. They're number 16. Um, yes, yes, yes. That's what I was looking for. It was the Dr. Teeth and the Electric Man. Um, also, I found, yes, and that's the number one. That's um, that's actually called, I didn't know this. Yes, yes. Figrin Dan and the Modal Nodes. That's number one. I didn't even know that's what they were called. Spinal Tap is number two. I just want to point out that to our debaters today that... Becca absolutely paid attention to everything y'all had to say. I know I did. I did. I did. Um, I got distracted just now in because there were so many good fictional bands on this list. So thank you for bringing me back around. Um, I appreciated so much of the things that you all said. Um, however, I did, and the things that you did. Um, Stupid. And I would, I would like to. Uh, this is just going to make you sad, Natasha. But you had such a chance of winning until you split yourself between two bands. Uh, uh, I won twice. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just won twice. Um, I do. I do. I have to give it to Christy because yeah. I that thing you do is like one of my favorite movies and I just rewatched it and it's Mm, so good. Like it holds up and the music is so good and that song is so good and that story, like the way they plot it all out, it's just, they really are a great fictional band. So Christy wins. Hell yeah. Christy, Christy, if this was a big in competition, you just ran away with that blue ribbon. (laughs) (laughs) That's a line. That's Steve Zahn. That's right. Anybody remember that? Yes. They, they had done a fair, yeah. and then they go to interview yes. the Wonders yeah. about their <laughs> themselves as a band, and Steve yeah, Zahn takes Steve the mic. Zahn, Steve Zahn is the best part of that whole he movie. He steals oh, yeah. the whole show. Yes. He's he, great. He, I love him so much. I don't know about this music. I'm here <laughs> for a big in competition. Yeah. And he's so, I'm coming away with that blue ribbon. He points right at the camera. Yeah. The fucking best. And yeah. he was uh, part of Captain Geach, uh, Geach and the Yes. That was, that was what sealed the deal was yeah. when you pointed out how meta that was the, they were a fake band then pretending to be a fake band within a movie already within the movie yeah. it was there were slayers there was but, complicated but natasha gets honorable mention because she brought up the uh protozoa the that song yeah yeah zoom zoom, wow. zoom. zoom, zoom, zoom. The lyrics. that was like Dunking my head in a bucket of nostalgia. It was nice. just like, whoa. <laughs> Steven, can you name any lyrics from Squidward's band? No. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, I tell you what, on that note, Christy, you won today. Uh, what did yeah. what did you want to plug or talk about before we get out of here? Um, I just want to say that even though I forgot his name, the guy from Fountains of Wayne is fucking amazing. He writes all of the best songs in everything. And the best fountain of Wayne's song is Sing to the Bottom with You. Um, and then you should follow Mental Health Comedy Hour <laughs> um, on all social medias. Great segue. Um, and you can also follow me at Rabbit Pixie on all social medias. Thank you. Nice. Let's throw it over to Natasha. Yes. Hello. Hi. Um, yeah. Fo- follow me on the socials. They're all at Natasha Vinick. Um, and just please prepare for your 2022 where will what would be the most incredible rock star of our galaxy will be born. <laughs> Protozoa. Oh my God. And then it's going to be some weird monkey's paw thing where it turns out like 
Jeff Bezos is because he's going into space. Yeah. Or is, did he already go? He, he yeah. did it. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> it's suborbit. What a uh-huh. bitch. Yeah. Um, well, thank you very much, Natasha. And again, check out her TikTok content. Masterful work. Nick, what did we want to talk about? Plug anything you wanted to say to our audience before you get out of here. Uh, well, I'll be appearing at the Pete's Coffee on Mission Street with a nice. scone and a good book. <laughs> and um, well, that's about it these days. Oh, I did want to mention hey, the Groovy Ghoulies were the only band here that had a chart-topping hit wow. song called Chickaboom, Don't You Just Love It? It's like um, somebody might remember it. Oh, you're did the your band, chart? Yeah, yeah thing you do. That was, yeah, that was on the radio. No, okay. On the so yeah. I lied. Too bad. I got busted. <laughs> So screw you all. I'm going home. Bye. <laughs> and Stephen. Uh, let's see. If you like this podcast, uh, you can support us on KOMED.io. Um, that's our website with our Patreon or whatever. And um, let me tell you, um, Becca, that thing you did, <laughs> you wronged me. You wronged me because you knew in your heart of hearts that I had the best pick, the best song, the best band. <laughs> And I was wronged. Did you hear that, Becca? <laughs> you just tore his heart I into know, a I million pieces. I heard pieces. it. <laughs> the lyric from that thing you do. I got you. <laughs> um, Stephen, I'm sorry. I deeply apologize. Um, I, you know, you really, honestly, you set yourself up for failure because I don't like SpongeBob. What? Yeah. Yeah. Just he annoys me. Yeah. What? The show annoys like me. Squidward. No. No. I don't like the show. I just didn't yeah. like the show. Yeah. Talk your shit. I'm sorry. Oh. You speak. I think me. I was the wrong age when it came out, mm. and so I, I just never. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Um. Anyways, I'm still a delightful creature. Please don't hate me. Um. <laughs> you can follow me on social media for more of my witty commentary. Um. At B Henry B E E H E N R Y. Sometimes I do comedy. Um. But. I, all the time I need attention. (laughs) Thank you very much, Becca. Uh, You can check us out on uh, www.nerdragepodcast.com again for more episodes. Uh, Stephen mentioned our Patreon at komed.io. We are Nerd Rage TGD on all the socials, so go ahead and check that out. And uh, on behalf of myself, our wonderful engineer and producer, Will Scoville, and everyone you heard here today, that's going to be it from us here at Nerd Rage, the great debates. (laughs) 